right, today's Celebration Sunday, as we've already said. Uh, we've sat at the Lord's table in Holy Communion, uh, and in a few minutes, we're going to just celebrate with those that, that are following the Lord in water baptism. Um, you know, we've been, we've been celebrating now our 21 days of fasting and prayer ended, and, uh, and we've made room for God in our finances. We're going to do that at the end of the service today in the Make Room for God offering. But this morning, I just want to talk to you for a few minutes about water baptism. And, I, you know, I've, I've done some teachings like this interwoven in other teachings before, but I've never just really taken the time and talked about water baptism standalone. Um, and so I was look, actually, I was looking through, the, uh, through our Bible app this past, a couple of weeks ago, and as I was perusing all of the plans, I run across one of them that's on water baptism. And it's very simple. It's very good. And I just want to kind of bring the headers out of that to you today and just kind of talk, do some talking points about water baptism and about why we need to do this and some things you may need to know about water baptism. The first thing you need to know about water baptism is this, that baptism isn't what saves you. There, now, I know that there are some traditions that believe that, you know, well, I've got to be baptized in water if I'm going to get to heaven and all that kind of stuff. The problem with that is that's just not true. If you grew up in that, in that uh, tradition, uh, you know, I, I hope that I'm not offending you this morning. I'm just telling you biblically, uh, you do not have to be baptized in water to go to heaven. And how do I know that? Well, I know this, that you can't build doctrine around one passage of Scripture, but you can certainly refute one. All right? If there's an, if there's an example in Scripture that, that discounts a doctrine or a teaching that you've heard, then you've got to step back and take a look at it, because here's what I know. Jesus is hanging on the cross, and there's a guy next to him there, and Jesus looks at him, he, and the guy says, look, remember me when you come in here. And Jesus said to him, today you will be with me in paradise. Today you're going to be with me in heaven. Now, he didn't come up, he didn't say, you know what, dude, I'm sorry. If we had some water, you know, before you die, you know, we could do this, but, I mean, you're just out of luck today. He didn't say that. He said, today you're going to be with me. All right, so there's an example biblically of someone that was never baptized in water but was with Jesus today. All right, so here's the thing. Baptism is an outward sign of a change that's already taken place in your life. You can follow Jesus without being baptized. You can. And if you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're going to spend eternity with him even if you don't get baptized. Ephesians 2, Paul talks about this. He says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for it. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we've done, so none of us can boast about it. Paul is simply saying, we're not saved by any good works. I talked about this last week as well, including baptism, but only through the grace, by grace through faith in Jesus. So baptism doesn't save you. Second thing you need to know is that baptism is a symbol. It is a symbol that, that, that's out there. Colossians 2 talks about you're buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Yesterday, uh, we were up in Dothan. Kim and I were in, up in Dothan this weekend uh, on Friday, and we came back and then went back on Saturday for a wedding that, we, that I was officiating. And, you know, for a married couple, wedding rings are an important symbol. Uh, the wedding ring tells everybody that they're married, but the wedding ring isn't what made the couple married. In fact, if one of them loses their wedding, wedding ring, they're still married, right? All right? Baptism is the same way. It's a symbol that we belong to Jesus and that we've committed our lives to him. Romans 6, now we know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin, for when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin, and since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. So baptism doesn't save us, 
But baptism is a symbol of the work that's been done spiritually in our lives. So why should you get baptized? Why should you be baptized? Maybe you're having that question in your head. Maybe you're sitting there today going, I don't know if I want that to happen or not. I don't know if I want to do that. Okay, and that's okay. You should be questioning it. You should be looking into it. You should be thinking about it. Baptism is an important next step in our journey of faith, and it shouldn't be one that you take lightly. But baptism is all about going public with your faith. It's all about going public with your faith. If you committed your life to following Jesus, then it's time to go public. And, and I just need to say this here. There's no such thing as an incognito Christian. You know? Well, I just want to be blend in. No camouflage Christians either. You know? If you're a child of God, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, then you need to go public with that. Yeah, but people are going to laugh at me. Well, they nailed Jesus to a cross. You may not go that far, but laughing is a little easier than the cross. But here's the deal. Regardless of what people do, you need to make a public declaration of your faith. That's what we do. Well, I did that at the altar, and, and I, I remember my pastor saying, make a public profession, and I get that, and, and I do altar calls uh, on a regular basis too. But the biblical way that people made a public profession of their faith was through water baptism. That's how they did it in, in the book of Acts. It wasn't, I raised my hand and said the sinner's prayer. The public profession of their faith was when they were baptized in water in front of the people that were there. And so you need to think about this. You need to go public with your faith. There's two reasons you need to get baptized. Two reasons. The first one is that Jesus was baptized. He was baptized, and he wants us to baptize other people. You look at the story in Matthew 3. Uh, you know, Jesus himself is baptized. He comes out of the wilderness. He come, you know, John the Baptist, he's him there, and he says, I need to be baptized. He said, no, I want you to baptize me. And he said, no, you've got to baptize me. You've got to baptize So John the Baptist baptized him. Heavens opened up, doves started flying around, laid on his head, God spoke, this is my son, all this kind of stuff. Now, some of you may be going, well, is that going to happen to me? Are you Jesus' son? Are you God's son? Yes, we're sons and daughters. But does that mean that God's going to go, this is my beloved son? No, it's not about that. That's just the account of Jesus. And the point is this, Jesus was baptized. And when we are baptized in water, we are following the Lord in water baptism. We're following his example to be baptized in water. Matthew 28 says this, that we're to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He wants us to spread his message. The gospel message is one of love, acceptance, and forgiveness. He told us to continue baptizing and to continue being baptized. The other reason is you've decided to follow Jesus and you want people to know about it. You've decided to follow Jesus, and you want people to know about it. Making the decision to become a follower of Christ is the best decision that you will ever make. I'm not one of those guys that are going to stand up in front of you on Sunday morning and tell you if you come to faith in Jesus Christ, all of your problems go away because here's what I know. It doesn't happen that way. It doesn't happen that way. But I am telling you, if you decide to follow Jesus Christ, that all of your sins are forgiven and you have eternity with Jesus waiting on you when you cross over to that other side. When you make a life-changing decision, you want to tell everybody about it. Now, here's the thing. Our faith is a personal faith, but it should never be a private faith. Our faith is personal, absolutely. I can't get saved for anybody else. You can't get saved for anybody else. You have to decide for yourself. But that part of it should never be a private thing. Your faith should always be out there in front of you. In your lifestyle, 
in the way that you live, in the way that, that you act, all of those pieces, but also in letting people know, hey, I'm, I, I serve Jesus. I serve Jesus. Well, I don't like the term Christian. I, and, and you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. I don't necessarily like the term Christian. When Christians were first, when the word Christian was first used in the book of Acts, it was actually a derogatory term. It was actually a derogatory term. So if you don't want to use the word Christian because it doesn't have the most positive of connotations in our culture today, then just say, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is my personal Savior. However you want to say it, however you want to do it, whatever semantics you want to use, that's entirely up to you. But the truth of the matter is, baptism is about going public with our faith. All right, so what should we expect? When we're baptized, we're reminded of what Jesus did for us. That's, this is, it really is the form, the, the, the symbol of what he did. When we go down into the water, we're reminded of Jesus' death on the cross and his burial, the payment of our sins. When we come up out of the water, we're reminded that three days later, Jesus rose from the dead. 2 Corinthians tells us that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And baptism reminds us that the old is gone and the new has come. I've seen some powerful things take place through water baptism. I've seen individuals that so much want to be in the image of Jesus Christ and have addictions in their life that when they're baptized in water, that some of those addictions fall off instantaneously. I've seen that happen with my own eyes. I've experienced it. I've seen it. I've watched it take place. You say, can I expect that to happen in my life? I'm not saying that. I'm saying I have seen it happen. It's about obedience. It's about obedience. And I think that we can anticipate something supernatural taking place when we follow Jesus. When we go down to that water, we're saying, I am dying to the old way of my life. I am not going to live that way anymore. And when we come up out of that, we are resurrected to newness of life. And we are walking as a new creation in Jesus Christ through the blood of his son who washes away all of our sins. Amen? That's what, that's what baptism is all about. It's, it's important. It's not what saves you. But it is important. We're all children of God through faith, Galatians tells us. I love this passage in Acts. I run across it this week, and it said this. Acts 22, what are you waiting for? Get up and be baptized. I love it. You go to a wedding. You know, we were, we were there this weekend, as I told you. There's a lot of tears. There's a lot of dancing, great food and cake and uh, cupcakes and smoked turkey and pulled pork and whew. hallelujah. <laughs> I had a Triscuit and a piece of cheese for breakfast this morning. Probably because of the pork and turkey that I ate last night. So. <laughs> but weddings are a celebration of a commitment between two people who've decided to spend their lives together. The wedding isn't what made the happy couple fall in love. The wedding happens because they love each other. And that's what baptism's all about. It's like a party. Now that you've decided to follow Jesus with your, own, with your entire life, it is time to celebrate. All right? 